Welcome to the Us and Stuff podcast, where we talk about family life to creativity and everything in between. And how everything we do is framed by the gospel. Hi, I'm Emily. And I'm RJ. Welcome to the Us and Stuff podcast. Welcome back, guys. Hey, what's up, everybody? Oh, you didn't sing it this time. Kind of. No, I sing it. Okay. <laughs> so we are in episode five. Is this episode this? cinco, yes. Yes. Cinco de podcasto. Mm-hmm. And then we are... Improving in your Spanish. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, or <laughs> de nada. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, we are celebrating... Our 16 years of being married. That makes us a teenager <laughs> of marriage life. So if you're trying to do the math, we got married at the age of five. <laughs> um. Stop, don't try to do the math. You'll yeah. be lost. So I was 19. You were 21. Oh, so you're just going to tell everybody how everybody old we Everybody now knows how old we are. Okay. So you're welcome. Well, it's okay. There it is. I feel very accomplished to have made it to 16 years. Yeah. I'm, Sweet it's, 16. It's definitely a, a good thing. Like, I, I am proud when people ask us, like, oh, you're married. Cool. How many kids? And how long have you been married? Yeah, I get excited to tell them because people assume, like, just a few years. Yeah. It's like a mic drop. But then the question always comes when we say, oh, we've been married for 16 years. How, how old, old are, are you? you? Yeah. How old are you? Good gracious. <laughs> like, wow, it's not that old. But yeah, so today we're going to do things a little different. Yes, we are. We decided to write our vows and to read them to rewrite our vows, I should say. Yeah. And read them to each other. We did the traditional vows, but if you guys already heard um, from our other episodes is that we didn't have like a traditional church wedding with a lot of people coming and we didn't do that. Do you want to explain our... Our actual wedding ceremony. No, I mean, we just had a very small one in my family's living room. <laughs> yes. But it was word. legal. It's. Yes, it is. We are binding, bound by law. <laughs> <laughs> Two medals. <fused. laughs> Definition of wedding. Um, yeah, so we had a short, a small wedding, and we didn't really get to do a traditional kind of wedding. So we just did the, I guess, the weddings that it comes with. The that? vows, you mean? Or, yeah, the vows that it came with. What yeah, we still have them, like printed out. Yeah, but somewhere. they're the. It's just the typical fill in vows. the blank. Yeah, which were fine. Yeah, and that's what helped bring us together into this union of marriage. But we always dreamed of renewing our vows, but we just don't have the funds to do yeah. that. And I mean, really a mar- or a wedding is not what makes a marriage. Exactly. So with this being said, don't be quick to just like click off on it and be like, oh, I'm not married or I'm barely even into marriage yet or I'm not sure if I even want to get married. Don't click off of it yet. I mean, unless you don't want to hear us happy. Or you can just listen out of, out yes. of curiosity. Yes. You are invited to our vow renewal today. Yeah. So yeah, it's like we invited you to our wedding. Now, I will say, I have not read what you wrote. You have not read yes. what I wrote. So this is your first time and my, to hear each As other. As if so. this was an actual wedding. Yeah. Now. 
I thought it would be fun. And I even told her, I even told Emily that that I'm going to use this when we do actually renew our vows in front of people. Mm -hmm. I might just reread this one. So. so if you come to her vow renewal, you will see that. <laughs> You'll hear the same thing. I won't change anything but the date. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So let's go ahead and go into a quick sponsor break. Yes. And then we're going to come back. We're going to, in this episode, read our vows to each other. Yes. Um, as if we were going to renew our vows. This is what we would say if mm -hmm. that were to happen today. And then we're going to kind of break them down and say, yeah. why did you say that? And we'll answer each other's questions like, <laughs> what you were you thinking? <laughs> yeah. So uh, let's go to our sponsor break and we'll see you guys in a second. All right. Well, back. welcome back, guys. Um, so we did a coin toss and uh, you won the coin toss. I did. <laughs> <Just kidding>. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> no. it was more like, I'm going first because I know you're better at words. I'm not you're, better with you're words. You're better at wording the words. I'm than, not. Yes. I think you're the writer. <laughs> Up between both of us. So this is a competition to see who is <laughs> the better. I told her it's not a competition. She's like, yeah, it is a competition. So you're going to vote down below who wrote. <laughs> yeah, no, who wrote kidding. the best. Okay. So are we just going to go straight into it? I'm nervous. <laughs> Why are you nervous? <laughs> it's okay. I was, I was pretty nervous writing it. And I was like, oh my gosh, what am I going to say? Yeah. So Okay. So I'm, gonna, I'm not going to cry. Okay. So these are not. Yeah. Anyways. We're not actually getting married like no, I right know. now. I know. Okay. <laughs> You're sweet. You're sweet. Anything else you want to say before we get started? Nothing. I love you. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the union of Emily and RJ Vergara. If we have renewed our vows today. Yes. Should we insert some like wedding march song here? Yeah, just pretend. Just picture close just your eyes. Imagine me in a beautiful dress that I've I've never even worn a wedding dress yeah. before. So. Just picture me 30 pounds lighter <laughs> and stronger in a suit. And younger, less gray hair. In a suit, yes. Okay. All right. I'm going to go first. Okay. Okay. RJ, when we first met, I didn't know much about life or love. What I thought I knew turned out to be false ideas shaped by feelings and experiences when we said our vows 16 years ago, the only thing I knew for sure was that I wanted to spend the rest of my life with you. I'm going to cry. <clears throat> As we grew together, God used you to teach me what love is. Love is not something we can find outside of Christ. He himself is love. So, I cannot vow to love you perfectly. I cannot vow to, to never let you down or disappoint you. I cannot vow to be everything you need. But I can make this vow. I vow to seek the love of Christ, who always loves perfectly, who never leaves or forsakes you. I vow to ask for forgiveness when I let you down and disappoint you and to forgive you when you do the same because we've been forgiven much. I vow to do my best to love you in a way that displays Christ's love to the world, to pray for you, encourage you, consider your needs before my own, and to patiently grow with you. I will love you when things are great and when life is too much to bear. 
I vow to stick with you in whatever life throws at us. I will be your friend, your helper, supporter, and cheerleader, a shoulder to cry on, and someone to laugh at your jokes, even when they're not funny. I vow to remain faithful, to love only you. And when I take my final breath, I pray that others will say that they saw the love of Jesus displayed through our life. I will do all of these things, not on my own strength, but through the Spirit that has been given to me by grace alone for God's amazing glory. Oh, I want to kiss you. <laughs> You're so sweet, babe. Okay, I got through it. All right. Emily, when we first... <laughs> you can't read me <laughs> I was reading hers, guys. Because um, I... Through yours, I was like, oh, man, I, I think I missed... I missed the definition of what a vow is. <laughs> so, mine's not... That was really good. <clears throat> okay. Oh yeah, Don't. mine's on a paper. Sorry, guys, if you hear the paper rattling, but I have to flip it. So okay. Don't look at my words. I'm just looking at you. Okay. <clears throat> I have to. Okay. okay. <laughs> I should have went first. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm taking. Dang it! I okay. Went first. If you look at a typical traditional wedding vow, there's a sense of declaration and a committed speaking of what the marriage looks like, which is two people speaking independently to the other. Now that we are 16 years in and we're already experienced in testing of that vow, I will state my vow from that couple's point of view today. Not from a vow, but what that vow grew into, us, which is together. God created the earth, then Adam, Seeing he needed a helper, created Eve, like us. The temptation of independency and pride led to death and separation from God. God in his power created a way thousands of years before us. Christ, God, Christ, God himself in flesh, came down, ministered, performed miracles, and ultimately fulfilled a promise which was to die on the cross for us. He died, rose again, declares a vow to return for his children, to one day bask in his glory, or everlasting glory, with those he had died for, us. Now, I'm not saying this is biblical, but you can perhaps see where I feel God has truly blessed us. Thousands of years ago, he allowed an us picture between Adam and Eve, marriage ordinances, and how Christ's work is a picture of us. Now, you. It is an us story, but there would be no us without you. God saw I needed desperate help. I don't know where that road would have gone in a godless, faithless, immature person that I was. So he sent me you. Even in our journey, my independency and pride came in. But you, you stayed and showed me what church should look, look like with the forgiveness, nourishment, showing me what God sees, and that's you. He showed me you in our story. You perform miracles. You see, I've seen you minister to those who needed it, to your kids, and to me, 
you have even exhausted yourself physically to what God himself says is a good thing of great value, which is you. When I pass and I stand with our maker, the creator of the world, of Adam and Eve, the living death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, and my claim to what I've done with the gifts he's given me, I'd say thank you for giving me us, for giving me you. I have a friend that occupied my space to where I'm not alone. I have a lover that, well, we have kids, <laughs> to be evidence of that, how good that is. <laughs> and I have a person that holds my hands where, where pride, lust, and worldly clouds fog our way. I have a student sister in ministry who learns and teaches with me, opening my heart up to God's love. If I had any merit to the key elements of why I did what I did and do what I do in my story to one day meet God. Under the story of God through Christ and his word, I can say he created a way for me to meet Emily, to make us because of you. I vow until the story lends its last chapter to be married with you for us, for him. Love you. We kissed. Right. <laughs> Heard that. Got through it. All right, so now we can kind of break it down. Yeah. Yours is like really good. I don't think you need to break down anything. <laughs> you like took, it's almost like that should be like the new standard for vows. <laughs> Just take out the first name, replace it. So when I was writing mine, what I had in mind was was that, like, not just what I want to say to you, but what I hope other Christians will see what marriage is for. And the vows that we're making to each other, they're not just for this life. But it's, although these vows are temporary, these are mm -hmm. not eternal vows, but the vows that we're making before God, He's eternal. Yeah. And what we do now shapes eternity and so didn't you say uh, that when you were writing it that you actually not just had us in mind but you had others in mind yeah i had specific people in mind that i know that are getting married soon i thought about our kids like what what do i want to hear them say to their spouse hmm. like what do i want their marriage to be built on and we learned from the beginning um, like we said, we just said the traditional vows to start with, yeah. which nothing was wrong with those. But I don't think that we saw the purpose. Yeah, the deeper purpose of all of it. Like to me at that time, it was just about just saying, I'm going to be with you till death do us part, yeah. pretty much. I'm just promising to be married to you through the rest of our lives. Yeah. And marriage is so much more than just you know, keeping a, a piece of paper with our name signed on it, not yeah. ripping up the paper. And I wanted to point that out. That's why in the beginning of what I wrote was um, the independency and the, like, it is two strangers. Mm -hmm. I mean, they have yet to really, I mean, there are, there are people that get married that have been together for a long time, but they have yet to see what this is like together. And so it's like the vow is almost like a lot of people are getting married mm -hmm. into something that they're not quite sure how the house is going to be. Mm -hmm. And so under God, they're, 
kind of declaring this thing. And so that's kind of like you. Mm-hmm. I wanted to kind of set the precedent and say, like, that's why I said that independency and declaration, because we're we're not that anymore. Mm-hmm. It's you and I, and we, we're 16 years in. Mm-hmm. And whenever we renew our vows, it's going to probably be later. So mm-hmm. I wanted, yeah, that's why I love yours is because it's such a, Christ, it's not about us, technically, mm-hmm. um, which is funny because mine was all about it. <laughs> <laughs> how, how many times do you say us? <laughs> well, it was that was the, the point. Uh, yeah. Because there would be no us. There would be no mm-hmm. us and stuff. There would be no RJ. I wouldn't be, I don't think I would be where I would be if God hadn't given me you. So that's... That's the, the one, uh, not the one thing, but one thing that I can say from God bringing you into my life is before I met you. I mean, of course, I was a teenager, so of course I didn't know who I was because yeah. at that age, who does? But you have helped me through Christ to see who I am. Like, I didn't know like the things that I liked. Like, you brought those things out in me. Yeah. And so I think that's one of the beauties of marriage. Not saying that you can't experience that outside of marriage, but for us— for our marriage, yeah, that's one of the things yeah. that I you've shown benefit. you've shown me a lot, and I had to actually be humbled to know that Emily has more knowledge of because she grew up in the or she grew up with faith in her family, mm-hmm. and I didn't. I, I had a different background, um, so I have to at least acknowledge the fact that God has given me a helper to help me see Him, mm-hmm. and. Since I may not articulate that very well um, in my in my life and in my heart with our kids and our family, I know for a fact that I'm in good hands. Um, I think that would be a good episode, too, just to talk about what does it look like to spiritually lead as the husband, someone who may have more spiritual knowledge. Because you're still, even though yeah. I may know— and I don't want it to sound arrogant, but I may have a little more biblical no, you do. knowledge than you. That doesn't take away your responsibility as the spiritual leader. Yeah. And what does that look like? So I think we should put that down for another episode because that's that's yeah. a lot more to say about so that. So remind us if you guys uh, don't hear from it. <laughs> yeah. Say, hey, remember when you said you were going to talk about Maybe that? Maybe a good Father's Day episode. Yeah. Um, but that's just something that we had learned in our marriage. We didn't know this from from the get-go. No. I think our vows would been sound super sappy if we had written it. Yeah, if we have if we wrote our vows, if I wrote them at 19 years old, it would sound like a It bright. would have been Beatles all you need is love. Mine would have it been was, like a Brian Knight. No. Song. Crazy love. <laughs> it would have been uh, uh all my life from Casey and JoJo. <laughs> <laughs> but we were and that's where we built our marriage on the wrong thing yeah. to start with. And if if not for grace, our marriage would have ended because we had so much expectations on each other that it, it, there's no way it could have lasted because we expected to be each other's everything. Yeah. And that's why I, I put, I can't promise you to be all that you are, but the only thing that I can promise is to grow in the love of Christ with you yeah. And through that, we will be faithful. We yeah. will be honest. We will because the love that we have is deeper than just the love we have for yeah. each other. I think you saying, um, I think everybody should have that kind of 
not discussion. You don't have to like say, "Hey, what are you gonna provide for me?" Mm. You know, or what are you gonna give to me in a relationship? I think in in any relationship, I think we should have some sort of vow to point them to Christ. I think there should be like, "Hey, our goal as as friends, as mm. as companions, as people that love each other." Um, Especially in marriage, I think especially in marriage, it should be even heightened um, vow. Mm-hmm. But I think everybody should have some sort of like, hey, it's not about you and your personality or me or just us having the same likes. Mm-hmm. I think we should vow to point each other to Christ as much and as possible. And to be willing to accept that you will not always be the same person. Like we change personalities, even change Mm -hmm. Um, sicknesses, change people. Uh, There's so many different things. And is that why it says it in the vows? Yeah. And sickness and And in health because rich or poor. Yeah. Those things change us. And that's for a person to vow that I'm not going to leave you when those things change you, but to grow alongside you. To whoever God is molding you to be, not to love the idea that I have of who you should be, but just to love you for who you are yeah. in Christ. And I think and to point you to Him. Exactly. Because if you are living outside of what He's called you to be, that's part of my job as your helper. And you for me mm-hmm. is to say, hey, you know, this is leading you away from your identity of Christ. Yeah. So let's bring it back. The and one I, thing that you said in yours was like, I'm not going to be a perfect person. Or, yeah, just express that in that. And I like that. Um, I think that's why, because we have we have so much going into marriage. Like, we're so in love, and which is great. It's great to see a young couple. Yeah. I mean, we went to just my sister's wedding, mm-hmm. and we were so happy for her. And we're, like, everybody's celebrating, throwing confetti. You know, like it was all fun. Um, but to not override that because... Because of the times where we're not so perfect, mm-hmm. when it's not the wedding day, it's not the honeymoon, it's mm-hmm. not, you know, like there's going to be days where it's going to be, it, the, each other will not be attractive, mm-hmm. you know, it's going to be like, hey, yeah, t- don't want to see your face right now. Wow, or thanks. You should have wrote that in your vows. <laughs> there will be days where I don't want to see your there face. There have been many days. Um, but there, I mean, there's just realistic things that happen, or they, days just go by so fast that you forget the spark, or mm-hmm. you forget that. Um, so being able to show people your, I guess, imperfections mm-hmm. um, right off the bat, but then love them through it. Right. So, um, but thank you for saying those kind things. Those are, that was very good. It was very hard not to cry. Hopefully, I don't know. Too. I don't know where I got <laughs> got to where I was getting all choked up. I was like, I re- reread it like a thousand times. Um, Anyways, so with our discussion of marriage, what would you say, like talking to those who are soon to get married, and mm-hmm. then those who may be in a rocky marriage to where they need to sit down and maybe renew their vows? Just with each other, not having a huge ceremony, but to say, like, we need to get back to the basics of what marriage is about. Yeah. What advice would you give? In order for me to give any kind of advice, mm-hmm. that line of communication has to be started. Mm-hmm. Because there's you can't just, like, throw it on somebody and be like, we need to talk. Right. Yeah, you should talk. 
but you should have already been trying to talk. Yeah. So in order for you to talk to somebody, you got to have that line of communication open. So if you, if that's where you need to start, start there. But um, when it comes to relationships, and you said you said what was what was the question the the rest of the question? So just your advice to someone oh, who are to. who are soon to be married or maybe in a rocky marriage. What or or to reframe that, what would you want to say to Olivia? Hmm. Imagine she's getting married. And it's the day before the wedding. You get to sit down with her, and she says, "Daddy, what's your number one advice?" <laughs> no Not, pressure. No pressure at all. <laughs> but just Not one putting, thing that yeah. sums it all up. Yeah, I'd be like, "Well, God be with you." <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> there it is. Um, I don't know because we've talked to her so much about marriage mm-hmm. and what marriage should be like, and how much it is not you and me. Mm-hmm. And it's a contra- it's not a contractual thing, and how much it's a team effort. Mm-hmm. Like it's a, definitely a team thing. Um, but I know it sounds, you know, like Christianese, but God first. Right. Like even before your spouse. Like as much as you want to, not to say that you disclude your spouse. Mm-hmm. God has given you. That's what I wrote in my vows. Is that He allowed Adam and Eve to be together. Mm-hmm. And that was our first kind of picture of marriage. But then the purpose of marriage was actually through Christ and what his work was. So if it wasn't for that, we wouldn't even have our ordinance of marriage. And that's why I emphasized on that so much in in my vows, is that it felt like it was almost meant for us to be married. Mm -hmm. So that way we can glorify him in everything that we do so it would be god first like right. it really truly would be god first and maybe i'd just hand her your your vows and say <laughs> uh this outlines it pretty well <laughs> i think i would i would agree on like that setting that expectation on the person that you're marrying to to satisfy whatever it is that only christ can yeah. um and to love christ more than you love that person otherwise yeah. that's they're an idol to you. Mm-hmm. And this is me talking to a believer. If they're, if this is an unbeliever that I'm speaking to, then we have a whole other conversation before we can even yeah. get to this one. But um, to love God above everything, to build it on, yeah, on Christ. And then my other thing is to say, I don't believe... And the soulmate thing, like there's God created. I don't think that God made you specifically for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he if he did, it's not like I had to go out, like the Christian romance type thing, like serendipity. Like mm. there's this one specific person out there. And if it's not working out in that marriage, maybe I married the wrong person. Yeah. So yeah. when you have those days in your marriage to where you start to think, Maybe I married the wrong person. Mm. Stop. If you both said your vows to each other, you're married to the right person. You don't don't leave that. Christ never leaves or forsakes his bride. And and as believers, our marriage is to display that love for each other. We do what we do because of our love for Christ. And so, like you said, there's going to be days where you may not want to love that person anymore. They may not be attractive to you anymore. Um, They may, whatever. I mean, just fill in the blank of the worst case scenarios that could happen in a marriage. You don't leave. 
um, not to say that we excuse sins or yeah. we don't, you know, that we just, and it, okay, I'm going to put a, a little uh, asterisk. break, asterisk here. <laughs> like if you are in an abusive relationship yeah. and you are in harm, whatever, leave that situation. You mean you, you keep you and your children safe. You don't yeah. stay in something where you're being physically harmed. Well, that's why you and said. I'm not, and I don't want people to think that I'm saying like, well, you got to stick with it, you know. <laughs> No. Get counseling. We're talking about get help. This is We're talking about a marriage of a line of communication. And also we're talking about our sixteenth year of yeah. our anniversary. <laughs> but so I just wanted to make sure I put that in there to say like if you are in a situation that is dangerous, get help now. Yeah. Um and that's part of you loving your spouse too, is because yeah. you're not gonna allow them to continue in a way that is harmful to themselves or to yeah. or to you. And that's not God honoring anyway. Um, but divorce is that's a whole nother topic. But yeah. I would say don't be quick to jump to the D word. Um yeah. seek counseling, seek others, and don't jump into a marriage unless you're for sure that you are serious with yeah. these vows. And here's another thing too that has applied in a lot of things is that if if that person lets you down so much, mm-hmm. maybe you had Put that person on a pedestal. No, maybe you, you had made, you set different expectations. Yeah, on maybe that you've maybe you've put your marriage on an on an idol mm-hmm. uh, platform, and and in that case, go to God. Yeah. Go turn to God in that because you have made an idol out of your kids, your career, your marriage, yeah. whatever it may be. If it lets you down that hard, then that shows too that you're going into a, the marriage for. I mean. I'm trying to think of how to word this, but with selfish intent. Like, Mm, I'm going into this marriage because this is what I want out of my marriage. And if you don't give me what I wanted out of my marriage, then I want out of the marriage. That was a mouthful. But that's not, that's that's a worldly thing. You guys are a team. Yeah. Um, That's what I probably would say to Olivia or anybody Mm -hmm. is you guys are a team. And God doesn't work in coincidences or he doesn't make mistakes. So if he has given you an ordained gift, which he has said, mm-hmm. um, use it. Yeah. Use it wisely. Be good stewards of your your love and your marriage and your relationship. Um, and I pray that you guys have 16, 60, mm-hmm. uh, 70 <laughs> years of marriage. Like I, That's what I'm kind of shooting for, you know, like I, I want to break that. So, um, yeah, celebrate with us and let yeah. us know what, you have received out of this, and hopefully you got something out of it. Um, just hearing us be sappy to each other yeah. and uh, reveling in our love. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we do want to encourage you guys. Uh, it has been, it is a gift, and it is a tool um, that God has given us, which is marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not the only tool and gift. Right. Uh, God has given us many, many, many gifts to express that love and. Uh, worship to him. So I hope that you guys find that in him. And yeah. Yeah. And if you are married, getting married, stick with that person, love them. If you have done anything to wrong that person, seek forgiveness and move forward. Seek counseling. Yeah. If you guys need it, go for it. I'm definitely for that. Um, But I, I do pray for you guys that that are looking into marriage yeah. or are married and that maybe we've encouraged you to 
to maybe spark those things yeah. more. And, and if there is something that you guys want to, um, like you seriously need prayer and yeah. you don't want us to like put you on blast or anything like that, or you don't want to put out in public, um, write us. Yeah. Uh, that's that's one of the uh, things that we wanted to be open for is, uh, and we're available for discussion. Like we don't mind talking on the phone or yeah. FaceTiming or Shoot, whatever. No. Like, not that we've got it all together. No, but I would but, love to pray for people. Yeah. Like specifically, I'll pray right then and there. Yeah. Um. So, but that write us on us and stuff podcast at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. Um. Again, that's us u s a n d s t u f f podcast at gmail.com yeah and we would love to hear from you guys and i love you i love you and here's the six i was saying that to you but also to the oh <laughs> to oh, the yeah. listener as well sorry i was i totally <laughs> took all of that. <laughs> say that yep that's us anyways but yeah we love you guys thank you so much for joining us on this episode on us and stuff peace oh. love you guys <laughs>